Welcome everyone to Impactpreneurs. I am your host, Sean Alexander, with my other host. I am Davrick Lyles. Man, today, this episode is my by far my favorite subject of anything we're ever going to talk about today, the past, and the future. This is by far my favorite subject. This is your home run topic. It is. Right on. Nice sweatsuit, it by is. the way. Hey, man. Just representing your people, <laughs> your colors. Right on. Well, let's talk about that, Sean. Personal growth, personal development, self-mastery. It's, uh, it's something I've spent the last 15 years on. And um, I kind of—it's weird because I get goosebumps just just by even mentioning this subject because it's—it goes home for me because of my past and you know coming from a history of like child abuse and drug addiction, suicide attempts and all that stuff and you know my my whole everything about me and having evolved out of those past circumstances had to do with self mastery, growth, finding myself and. Um, rewiring my brain and my thoughts and uh but you have a battle plan you have a plan in place to keep you on point yeah for personal development why don't you talk about that because i want to share with people kind of what you're doing to elevate your game and 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 develop your personal growth around mindset mentalness uh preparedness as you say your words i'm always combat ready um i like putting myself in a position where I have a mental edge over everyone. And I don't say that from a place of arrogance. I say it from a place of being prepared to strike at any given moment when it comes to my life, business, power moves and power plays I have to make. Um, and if you're not mentally in a position to do so, you're not gonna be able to make those decisions and those power plays. So like me coming from a history of drugs, you know, addiction, suicide, child abuse, um, you know, my first step to evolving was, hey man, the last 10, the last decade plus, I spent completely destroying who I am, my body, my mind, from the drugs, uh, the abuse, and it was either sink or swim at that point. And I knew like, you know what? Let me just start off with doing the exact opposite of what I've been doing. I've been completely destroying my body inside and out, my spirit, my mind, my emotions. Let me just start with the opposite and just start rebuilding my physical structure and getting healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy, spiritually healthy. You know, got baptized through that through that process. So I was working on my spirit at the same time while I'm working out and getting physically healthy, and then at the same time, learning. Uh, uh, learning about health and nutrition so that I can start consuming the right foods that feeds my my body right. I got to say something, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt. You, I don't know what it is, but when you talk about this shit, it motivates me. It gets me excited just to be around you. It's Thank awesome. You. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. It's weird. Is that weird? Uh, I, I'm just like. No, because you get it. Because during the week, you're like battling the demons, right? We're both battling the demons with ourselves, our mind, other people, business. And I get around Sean, and I'm like, I'm like a kid at a freaking amusement park. Could you get it? You understand, and you've 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 been there in a, in, a, in a different, on a different status, but you've been there. You've been at those lowest points in your life where you're like, "Fuck, man! If I don't fucking make a decision, I'm either going to be end up dead, broke, in the streets. Like it's it's one or the other. There is no median decision. And let me kind of figure this fucking thing out. It's like I have to make a move, and it's got to start somewhere." 
And so for me, that's where it started. So like for it, it starts with, you know, for a lot of people, people come to me and hire me for personal development and growth and, and behavioral changes. And so for some people or many people, I just start them off with developing new habits in, you know, eating healthier, working out, exercise, just becoming physically their next best self. You know, but I also protect them from getting stuck in that world of like narcissism and physical attraction because that's that all that is horseshit at the same time. Because, you know, getting in shape and getting healthy is only the first step to growth and development. Where a lot of people put so much weight, like they work out every day and they're like, oh, I'm working on my personal growth. Every day. No, no, you don't. That's just the first step. And then you got to do that every single day. Yeah. And, and when there's you so much more to that. When you say that, it makes me realize. In the fitness industry, because we're both close to it, a lot of the bodybuilders, the women that compete, and again, I'm not picking on these people, but what I've noticed, they have their mental game or their mental proudness is health fucked up. I mean, you they might look like, you know, Adonis, the Greek god, but then you talk to them, and you're like, dude, you got some mental issues. <laughs> Literally, right. like, I, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of them, but like... You really need to talk to somebody. But at the same time, like if you ever try to have a conversation with them, most of their talk is about food, size, shape, competing, um, who they idolize in the bodybuilding or fitness industry, who they want to be like, what type they want to be a fitness influencer because someone else is. But then there's nothing outside of that scope. You know, you know, it, it, this, this kind of reminded me of something. When I got out of the military, there was no mental support. I was a wreck. And it's like, I want to say that in the fitness industry, when you're done competing, when you're done as an athlete, you're done with a football player, a lot of these people are so mentally messed up. They should have a transitionary coach. Almost like a, almost like a, like in your case, being from the military, like there's a, there's a level of PTSD that comes with it. Oh, I, it, mine's horrible, but I managed it because I chose to manage it. But you worked on yourself. Worked, you knew like I, if I, I don't on, if I don't work on myself, if I don't work on my growth, my development, my my mental fortitude, my history in the army and being a beret is going to fucking eat me alive. So the emotional effectiveness or the emotional effect from PTSD or from uh, personal development that people don't address cuz you're right, physical is the first step. It's first and Get, only first. Shape. But I feel like the mind is the most important, but that would be as you're developing yourself, correct? Well, yeah, but like, no, not necessarily. Yes and no, because. This is a big area to talk about. It is, because the thing is, like, not everybody gives a shit to actually get in really great shape. And that's okay, too, because I know people on a mental and mindset level, like, will blow me out of the water, but I'm in way better shape than they are. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, but that's because they have more years of experience. Now, if I was to catch up to their age, or when I do, yeah, I'll be able to keep up with them, but they got more years of experience in the game of self-development and self-mastery. But like, you know, I 100% believe as a fact, and I would bet anything on the line with this, personal growth is the most undervalued thing on the planet. 100%. 1,000%. And what I've learned as I've gotten older the best thing I can do to keep myself balanced to move forward. There's no balance when you're moving forward at the rate of speed we are. Right. But I had to learn, and this is hard for a lot of people. Doesn't mean I mastered it. I had to learn to control my mind. The mind is the most powerful 
thing in your body or on your body. It's your most powerful weapon. Weapon. But the problem is most people can't control their mind. Their no. mind runs them. When you see somebody get upset and they're so emotional, they can't control their emotion. It's their mind. Well, you have to, because you know how people, you know how people say, they use it in every other aspect except for personal development when they say iron sharpens iron. So hang out with the, you know, hang out with the people sure. that desire the same things in life. Well, I'm not trying to hang out with people that want to get in more shape or whatever. Like I'm trying to hang out with people that are literally mentally growing on levels that are beyond where I'm at. And I've got 15 years of like heavy duty personal growth under my belt. Like my awareness, my intuition, my self-awareness and my awareness of people around me that I allow to have access to me is, is sharper than a double-edged sword. Like I don't miss a beat. You could have 0.01% of a fraction of that in your behavior change and I'm going to notice it. Like I'm so in tune and it's almost scary. And I believe that that intuition is actually built and developed from being a drug addict, not from the growth that I've done, but then combine my addiction and the amount of growth that I've that I've and the amount of personal development and the work that I've put on myself and it's created this gift that has skyrocketed my intuition, my awareness, and helped me how to coach people with behavioral changes and how to help them develop to becoming better as individuals, better as leaders, better in business better as transformational coaches. But again, it's because I have made a point to become better at these things. And I do these things by reading books that serve me, that help me evolve, not just reading, you know, whatever book that's on the shelf, not just reading a book that, you know, maybe helps me on some level, but not on a, on a greater level for like the bigger picture and I have a mentor and I have a coach that helped me evolve in business and finances and bigger thinking. You know, like in our last episode, we're talking about Aspen. Well, I have a mentor that's stretched my vision about Aspen. Right. And, I, and, and I went through this too with two mentors over the, since 2000 who mentored me. And I went six years straight where my head didn't come up. I was studying and it helped me be, become a better person. But then I got out of that association. I won't say I went backwards, but I stopped focusing on it. And my revenue went backwards. My lifestyle went backwards. My relationships went back. My friends went backwards. Our first episode, you took your foot off the gas pedal. Yeah. And some dumb motherfucker told you, Dabber, chill. Slow down a little bit. Your head's been down too long. Just fucking relax. Right. And that, pissed, that actually pissed me off. And then you... Yeah. Slow down. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Self-talk, right? So every morning I go to the bathroom... You know, before Iris gets up, I'll go to the bathroom and I'm in the mirror, like having this conversation with myself. People might think you're crazy. No, I'm like, motherfucker, you're going to fucking conquer the hill. You're going to make millions of dollars this year, more than you're making. You're successful. You're awesome. You're good looking. You're, you're smart. I have these self talks. I really do. And then I think about in the shower, like, what's my next move? Where, where am I planning to be? I, I vision this island. I vision this plane. I vision this lifestyle. Well, your self-talk is creating a specific level of self-belief and confidence that will shield you from bullshit, from naysayers, from shit talkers, from negativity. 
and you'll never doubt yourself. Right. Emotional invincibility. You and I have talked about this before. I brought it up to you one time. And, you know, for me, you know, anything we set out to want, what we do in life, everyone always talks about the journey of this, the journey of that. The journey is the byproduct. Because at the end of the day, you jump, you jump on the road because you want to get to that final destination. And you want to get to that final destination a certain way, not just to cross the finish line, but to actually win, right? Well, with that, but through the journey, here's the part that's, that gets left out. Through that journey is the evolution of who you're becoming. That's the part that no one talks about. People talk about, oh, it's all about the journey and this, that, and the other, but the journey that they're talking about is some of the results and the milestones. The journey that I'm talking about is the person that I'm transforming into, the mental prowess that I'm developing. I could lose everything. I could, I could hit that finish line and win every single thing that I've desired in life and then one day lose it all. Yeah. But the development that I had through that entire process, I could rebuild it all over again. You know, and, and I don't want to go into this topic because it's sensitive for some people, but you look at Trump, for example. Broke, lost everything, bankruptcies, rebuilt it all over again. I think two times, two or three times. It's throughout, it's the skill set that he developed through those journeys of businesses and successes that he's built that he could lose it all and said, no, well, whatever, I'll yeah, do it again. And he's got association. But something that, that we, we brought up, you know, you said your sixth sense. This is what I believe. And, and scientifically, it's proven we only use 10% of our brain capacity as a human being, okay? I believe that as we do personal development growth and we train our mind, if we don't train our, our minds, it, they atrophy. Correct. So everybody It's a muscle. Right. And so you have smell, sight, taste. Touch and hearing, right? Your, your five senses. Correct. And everybody says, oh, I got a sixth sense. Well, you've, you probably have 10 senses that we don't even know about. We're just tapping in as humans, evolving within our species, tapping into the sixth sense. But Sean's there. I'm there. We have this awareness because of our study habits, our, our, our personal development and preparedness, and we've, we've worked our brain to the point, this is what I believe, some people work their brain where they're like, they can see through your bullshit a mile away, and they know if you're lying or not. And be like, oh man, you're, you, how do you know that? Because I, I'm, I'm working my brain. We have sensitivity to it. Yeah, and you can, f and, then, and then the seventh, I believe, energy. is the energy you can feel, the seventh sense. Yeah. You know, and, and people are like, oh, are you gonna start levitating? I don't know, but, but you know, we are tapped into that, and I believe, and I want to go into this, uh, you know, personal development, reading, right? Reading, not listening, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hear what people say and, and retain the info. But talk about that. So I, I got people that always ask me because you know, when people hire me for coaching and whatever industry, business, or if it's even just for them, personal self, like personal coaching, based on where they're at in their life, where their flaws are, where their strengths are. Part of their assignments is I assign, I, al I also assign a specific book that I believe is going to serve them with, with one, one or two of their weak points with some of their flaws to help strengthen the flaws. Cause look, it's easy to want to focus on your strengths and it's weird because a lot of people say, yeah, focus on your strengths. Well, that's fucking easy. 
Focusing on your strengths only takes you so far because it's convenient. So how much can you really grow if you're putting your focus on your strengths when it's on convenience? But focusing on your weaknesses and your flaws and where you're fucked up, that's hard. Because that makes you tap into certain emotions that you're like, I don't want to feel this way. But at the same time, it's like, man, if I can strengthen this emotion because I suck in a certain area, man, you're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So with that being said, people ask like, hey, well, can I listen to the audiobook instead? No. Well, why not? Well, because it's listening. Listening gives you the ability and enables you to do other things. It allows distractions to come in. And it's not intentional. It could be your phone. It could be TV. It could be sound. It could be family. You could be driving because you want to listen to the audio. But, man, how much can you really consume right. when you're driving? Because you got to pay attention to the road. you got to pay attention to cars. you got to make sure you're going to get an accident. I mean, sometimes it's a beautiful scene when you're driving. So really, the amount of consumption and internalization from, from audio is only so much. We're reading. I was just going to grab it, a book. It, it requires. <laughs> We're on the same page, but I was just going to grab a book. It requires 100% of your focus because now you have to have either a highlighter or a notebook. And really key points that you see in a book, you want to note it down. Yes, and sometimes, I was just going to say that. You've got to write it down. Sometimes you got it. Sometimes. A chapter might be so good that you're like, I'm going to reread this because th- I actually resonated with what this is talking about right now. And it may not, tell people, it may not, all this stuff may not make sense because you're not at that level mentally as you're reading it, but you still read it and write down the points that hit home. Yeah, because you're not, look, like when I, when I pick a book to read, if I, find, if I end up reading a really good book for a first time, by the time I'm halfway through it, I've already made a decision if I'm going to read a second, third, fourth, or fifth time, if I'm going to go through it again. And at that point, now I'm looking for certain nuggets. So I'm not reading through it like chapter by chapter. I'm skimming through different areas because there's certain nuggets that I'm looking for. Because you're only going to get, you, you pick up a two, 300-page book or even a 100-page book, you're only going to consume so much of it. Three, five percent, maybe 10 if you're lucky. Right. Especially if it's that serving to who you are and where your current circumstances are. So yeah, like I'm going to go through it, but this time I'm going to go through it in a different perspective, in a different way where I'm actually looking for specific nuggets for where I'm at right in that moment. So there's, there, there's a few books like Think and Grow Rich. I've read that book every single year for the last 12 years. The first three years, I actually read it from chapter to chapter. After that, every year when I pick it up, I, I skim through it for certain things that I want to look, look for. And it doesn't have to be a whole chapter. It could be like two certain pages. I find the right nuggets, and I'm like, boom. And, and I I'm recommend, and some of these books back here, I recommend, I, I call it the basic bitch level. Like there's, you, before you start getting, before you start flying like Superman or Superwoman, you got to learn how to walk. And in order to walk, you need to get the basic leadership, personal development books read and, and highlighted and write notes. You can't start off at a level that's just out, out of this world. Power of positive thinking. Well, what, what we call, what I call that, because sometimes my students will like compare where they're at and where I'm at, and I'm like, well, listen, I'm on, I'm on level, I'm on level 200. You're on level one. And first of all, don't compare your level one to my level 200. Number two, don't try to do what my level 200 is because you're not, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get squashed on your first step. Stay right where you are, stay in your lane, and follow the path without trying to take shortcuts. I'm going to provide you the right shortcuts because in mentorship and in coaching, you exchange money for speed. You're hiring me for speed. 
I'm going to show you how to get around certain things so you don't make some of the same mistakes that I made. You know, and my son's reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. This is a good example, okay? Not understanding, okay? He comes to me with a book, and he's like, Dad, I got some questions. And I'm looking at it going, oh, God, I don't know the answer to this. I got to reread this book, right? But Robert Kiyosaki made this comment, and he goes, this is what we're talking about, Sean and I, for those of you listening. You may not understand or conceive what some of these books say, but there's parts of this book that you need to write down and you retain the information and it'll hit home. Robert Kiyosaki and some of the big influential leadership and mentorships uh, people out there will say, no, don't buy a house. We're in a house. House is a distraction. And for the average Joe, they're like, what are you talking about? And then he said, you know how I got rich? I learned how to borrow money. Yeah. And people are like, what? Wait, 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 wait. I thought you are supposed to save. No, you don't save your money. Invest it into yourself. I don't want to get off topic too much, but that's an example in these books where people might not understand it. And as you get up the chain, the food chain, and, and, and elevate yourself to a new level, you'll start understanding what they mean. Right. right? And what about the social side of personal development? The, the, are you with me? The social ability. We see a lot of people that have... No social skills. Well, that's the, that's the other part. That's, that's actually one of my key pointers that I mention to people and why you have to read. Because just listening, again, you only consume so much. But when you actually read, your, and I'm going to use this, your vernacular improves and increases. The level of, the high level of conversation and communication is completely different. Because when you try to pretend that you're intelligent, and when you try to pretend like you're all about personal growth and development, but your your words are like really basic, and the whole conversation that comes out of your mouth, it's like you're trying to sound right a certain way, but you're really not. Anyone who's really worked on their evolution is going to be able to tell, like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like you're trying to sound a certain way, but that's not even who you are because you're basically reading what you see out of like a basic book, but you're trying to take like certain words that are used. You just got to be yourself and grow mentally. Yeah. So like your, how you talk, how you speak, your confidence in speaking, your confidence in speaking with certain types of people evolves through reading, not through listening. Listening just gets you motivated. And that's great and all, but motivation is temporary. Motivation is external. Reading develops you from within, which creates inspiration. Inspiration comes from within. Right, it's generic, and it's I always, it's authentic. And I always encourage people to do some type of public speaking class or get around people where you, at your level and above, and have conversations. Make yourself uncomfortable. Don't be afraid, because I I think I see these people. I'll, I even see people that do fairly well. That you, they're they're so introverted, right? Their social skills are bad, and 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 not even people that are successful. How are you? I'll go back to fitness. How are you a personal trainer when you can't even smile and say hi when I walk in the door? <laughs> are you with me? Unless you're focused on your client, of course. No, I'm just, you're just sitting there. I'm right. sitting next to you on the couch at the gym and you getting a hello. pre-workout, and you can't even acknowledge you're a personal trainer. That's why you only make $1,000 a month. <laughs> are you, you know, yeah. And it chaps me. It's like, do you realize that your image, you're an image consultant, you're in the forward-facing uh, of, of consumers or Correct. clients, and you can't even be approachable? That's the social aspect of it, right? right? So I always feel like that's a personal area of growth that people need to address. But, man, but again, it all kind of boils down to, like, you have to be willing to invest 
and you're worth two, like not just 20, 30 bucks on a book. That's only, that only gets you so far regardless. No. Because here's the thing. If you try to do it by yourself, you're not going to always know what book is the right book for you. You're just going to, oh, because Sean talks about personal development, I'm going to go pick up a book. Or because he talked about this book on the podcast, I'm going to go get, well, you know what? That book, Think and Grow Rich, might not serve you right this moment. Do you know how much money I spent in, in 10, 20 years of doing this? I, I probably could have bought three houses cash. I spent a lot of money because I had to fly and get around stadiums around mentorship. I had to fly to get around. Daverick, you can sit down with me if you fly to California. I'll be speaking in Anaheim at Disneyland. And well, you'll guess, be backstage. Right and guess what? I spoke at, at Disneyland and Anaheim on business because I got around them. It took me five years. But I spent my money to get around those people. But, again, you have to be willing to invest. <laughs> I, uh, someone hired me once and you know, it's, it's, it's a little costly, but someone hired me once and then they told a friend of theirs about it and their friend was like, why would you spend that kind of money? And then said, you don't need that. I can teach you that for free. First of all, motherfucker, you don't even specialize in what I do, (laughs) dickhead. And you're going to try to teach this person how to become better in a certain category that you're no, you have zero skill in. Number two, how are you going to tell someone who hires a mentor and a coach to improve themselves that that's a bad choice? Remember when that person came to me? We won't say the person's name. Somebody came to me and started asking for help. They were indirectly asking me for help. Yeah. And I said, hey, look, I get where you're at. I don't specialize in that area, but my friend and business colleague, Sean, does. I'm going to introduce you to Sean. And the person said, oh, yeah, I kind of talked to him before. No, you need to talk to Sean again. But for real talk. Real talk. Not just, hey, what's up, bro? Right, right. Because I could, I can, well, what, what do you think? I said, I, I, I don't think. That's not my area of expertise. But you, you're not arrogant or concerned or worried or cocky about trying to be that person. That's a problem. Every, everyone wants to be an expert at something that they're not an expert in. Everybody thinks, I mentioned this in the last episode, everybody, people that are on social media without going into diving into that, but people will look and watch social media topics that take place and over the course of three to six months, all of a sudden think they're fucking experts. Like they know what the fuck they're talking about because, because they're seeing other people. Like, dude, I got 15 years in this shit. And you got to check the fruit in the tree. Yeah. If the fruit's not on that tree, they don't know what they're talking about. Someone told, dude, someone told one of their friends that they want to get back into their spiritual life and go back into church and get rebuild their relationship with God. And this, this really makes me angry with just talking about it. This fucking guy tells him, oh, well, you know what? Have you ever tried to be spiritual? Let's go into the woods with my partner and try some fucking drugs. Like, motherfucker, like, fuck you. That's not the spirituality. Like, you're a piece about. of shit. That's a why, would you, why would you redirect someone from God to drugs? Well, that in their world... That's their spirituality, but but I I support you one hundred percent. If you're you're that that's where that's yeah that's a whole new but conversation. If, if their spirituality is on a whole different like if it's like a Joe Rogan thing, okay, yeah yeah yeah. But DMT, you're not there. Yeah yeah yeah. You're, yeah. you're not there. <sighs> and you know what? That, that you're goes doing drugs my, recreationally, spiritually. That goes into my next area of personal development is spirituality, right? So there's there's how does how do you work on that? Because what you just brought up is is a valid point. Right, as an individual, we both believe in God, right? right? But what if a person doesn't believe in God and they want to work on their type of spirituality for personal growth? What do you recommend? 
I gotta find out what the I want to find out what their belief is first. Like, there's I'm not I don't even make a recommendation or anything until I actually know what their belief is. Because if they're yeah, they might believe in a higher power, but if it's something completely different, then that's the direction I go. So we're not without even like saying a specific thing. That's the first thing is finding out like what exactly is the higher power you believe in. Now let's go work together on helping you evolve in that area. See, that's good because what you just said, what Sean said, is so valuable. I hope you replay the tape, right? Because you're not trying to change the person's spirituality belief, number one. You're trying to help them within their, their spirituality, with their belief, alignment, their vertical alignment with whatever it is, whether it's a bird, God, you know, you know, Buddha, whatever, right? You're not trying to take them away. So what that individual did is persuaded the person to leave their spirituality belief system. Let's go to the woods and do DMT. Is that what it is? DMT? What yeah, they but they, it was more, it was more okay, than that. Mushrooms, whatever. But yeah. That's invaluable. Nobody should pull you out of what you believe in. Right. And again, you hire, when people start to knock you for making a decision to hire a coach and a mentor, you need to get away from those kind of people right away. That's the crab in the crab pot. You know how many people have told many of my clients, oh, Sean's so expensive? Like, what the fuck? That's not your... Let's, let's look at what I, where they're at in their life before you say Sean's so okay. expensive. That, because the ROI is yeah, pretty significant. Yeah, and you're going to spend two, three, four, five thousand on a cabana and a pool party, get drunk and high, and you won't work on your personal development. That's why you're broke. Right. That pisses me off. It does. And you know, like... The, the, the number one thing you can do if you don't know where to start is to find the right mentoring coach and to Sh actually help you evolve. And, and Sean won't say this, but I'll say it for him, and, and please don't take this wrong. If you have, if you're listening to this, this YouTube or, or podcast, reach out to him. You got his Instagram. DM him if you have questions around it. He's not going to promote himself. And this, we're not here to try to promote ourselves, but you know, think about, you know, he specializes in personal development, personal development, recovery. I do business. He does business. You know, you have our, our Instagram, but reach out to Sean because everybody suffers. There's a lot of people suffering from mental challenges, right? That need help. And, and don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. So I just want to close it off with this. I, I made a post about this a long time ago and I just want to, I just want to kind of try to make people understand the perspective of this. You can't, I, I wrote this a long time ago, like I think six, seven months ago I wrote it out. You can't buy back time, but you can buy the speed of time. You find mentors who will buy you speed in order to make time lapse. That's the real definition of taking shortcuts in life. If someone has done what you're wanting to do, why, why would you not want to compress time frames, receive their help, and do it faster than you would on your own? So if you see someone who can mentor you and coach you to help you reach a certain result, spend money in exchange for speed. That's how you buy time. And it's priceless. You, you, people don't understand that, that your mind is priceless. Yeah. Anyways. So, so guys, I hope you guys truly love this episode. This is by far always will be my favorite episode, my favorite topic. I mean, and if you guys ever have any questions about certain things or where to kind of direct yourself with help and coaching and leadership and mentorship in your craft, by all means, you can always reach out to Daverick or myself. Um, but again, thanks for joining us today. Daverick Lyles, Sean Alexander, Impactpreneurs. And make sure you subscribe to the channel, follow us, share this video, and hit the like button. Subscribe. Stay strong.